I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Hope you guys are having an amazing week. I am excited. Today's episode, um, I'm super excited to share this with you guys because it's kind of a concept I've been thinking about. And then I was listening to Brooke Castillo's podcast and she talked about her 2020 goals um, and how her 2020 goals is to actually like just maintain where they're at. Um, I think she's at a $25 million company. So it's just maintain, like fix their systems, fix their processes and Um, I just thought it was really cool how she put it, but also how she talked about it. So I want to dive into what I'm kind of calling just embracing business cycles and the importance of balancing, maintaining and focusing and improving your delivery and then growing your business and how it's you can't always be in in like a growth driven phase because it's actually not sustainable. So that's what I want to dive into today. So why I love this is I was just reflecting on how I've been in business for, well, it's my son. He'll he'll be five in April. And I started my company then, not a full-blown agency like I have now. I actually didn't have intentions to start an agency when I started my company. I started as a virtual assistant. But I've been growing my team and very intentional with growing a marketing team and an agency for almost three years And what's cool is I feel like I've gotten more and more perspective as I've grown and gotten perspective about what it's like to not only just grow a company and get it to a successful point, but to sustain a a successful company and to, you know, grow it for the long term and start looking at things from the long term. So I think I have a a perspective that I didn't have two years ago when I was just starting out. And because when you're starting your business – And when you're starting to grow your team and you're getting to those points, you're really just so focused on growth. You are like that is what everything is driving is growth because you have to. You have to make money. You have to get the clients. You have to prove that this business is going to work. And so for, you know, the first year, usually that's the focus. But when you look at a business that's been around for a while and you really look at how have they not only grown but sustained I think that that it's about embracing business cycles and about balancing your hardcore driven growth and getting, you know, more business, more sales, more money, and then also sustaining what you're building in your actual delivery to your clients, if that makes sense, or your customers. So I think this is so important. And I I don't really hear a lot of people talking about this because it's way more sexy to talk about 
growth? How do I get more sales, more customers, more you know money? How do I do that? And so a lot of people sell that concept and talk a lot about that. But pe- what people don't talk about is that you can't just do that. You have to also focus on delivery and process and maintaining everything you're growing or it will all break. And you'll hear about companies that like shoot up, you know, they, um, you know, make millions or a million like in a really short time period. And it seems like maybe like, oh, well, they're just going to keep going um, and and they, they're on to something. And I actually know people who this has happened to where they just grow extremely fast. Like if you're looking at a chart, it's like steady growth and then it drops I believe most of the time it's because they grew too fast and they were not able to keep up with the growth in the actual foundation of their delivery. And when I say delivery, I mean like if you have a product, the actual delivery of your product, whether that's a digital product or a physical product, like the course or what you're sending, like focusing on not only the quality of what you deliver, but the systems and processes that hold the foundation of what you deliver because otherwise you're going to get to a point where everything's breaking. And I've been there where we grew so fast, we had to like stop and fix everything and get it to a good place again to sustain the growth that we just had before we could start growing again. So I spent a lot of um, quarter four of 2019 like focused on not growing. We had a two to four week um, wait list for our clients. So they'd come on, they'd have a call and it was like, for a lot of it, they couldn't start for four weeks um, because we we just didn't have the capacity. We were just so focused on our systems and our processes and making sure that we perfected that. And then now we're in Q1 of 2020 and our focus is growth. We're very much focused right now on on growth. We have funnels that are running like and, and during Q4, especially towards the end of the year, I got a lot of marketing strategy in place to implement into Q1 of 2020. But it's like this balance. And so we spent a quarter really focused on delivery systems process. And obviously we didn't like completely stop growing. We still took on new clients, but it was just at a slower pace and it wasn't my team's focus or my main focus. My main focus was like fixing holes in the delivery and fixing our foundation so we could catch up with all the growth we had had earlier on in that year to then go through like our next phase. And so I think a healthy business and like I'm talking here, you know, I have two years experience growing my business and, you know, four years, four or five years total of having it. So I'm not like this 15, 20 years seasoned entrepreneur, but I really do think I have perspective of these cycles because I've been through a few different cycles where the focus is growth. Okay. The focus is sustainability, growth, sustainability, and bounce back and forth. So when I was listening to that podcast episode with Brooke Castillo, I really loved that she said that because she said um, they grew a ton like the first two or three years in business. So she I I don't know the exact numbers, but it was a lot like she went from like, you know, like three or four million to like 17 million, like a a huge growth jump in a year. Um, And she was just talking about how now this year, like they they grew. I think I think it was 17 and then 25 less last year. And her goal is to just do the same as this year for 25 million, which is a really powerful thing to tell your team, to tell yourself. Um, And it just creates focus around what's important, because if you don't do that, like let's say she's like, we're going to do 40 million this year. She might be able to do it, but it could also break her team 
break her foundation and start to make you go backwards because then you start losing customers, losing team members, like everything gets stressful and people don't talk about that. But I've been through it. I've been through it where you grow so fast, you can't keep up with it. Everybody's stressed and then you almost start to go backwards because you're like the repercussions of growing, quote, too fast. Every single month, the Hirsch marketing team manages over $1 million in ad spend on Facebook and Instagram alone. All of this data is compiled and collaborated on by the Hirsch marketing team into one incredibly valuable report released every single month to the public. You can get instant access to the Hirsch marketing report every month by going to hirschmarketingreport.com. This report is completely free to our audience and contains insider knowledge that nobody else is sharing. If you want behind the scenes access to top converting strategies, actual ads we've tested, and the latest Facebook changes, the Hirsch Marketing Report is for you. Go to hirschmarketingreport.com and get access to all the future and past reports right now. So I don't think people are really talking about that that being a thing, but it's very common, especially in a business that, you know, is on to something great. I think Brooke's products and her content is so amazing that it was easy for her to grow so fast. And now she's very focused on sustainability, which is really a powerful thing to make that decision. I think it shows a very mature entrepreneur to say, we're actually not going to grow that much this year, if at all. We're going to focus on sustaining everything we've built up until this point and making it even better. And they, she talked about how they're going to redo like their products and the foundation and their systems and their processes. And I love it. And I haven't spent an entire year focused on that, but I have spent a whole quarter where I sit down with my team and I'm like, look, our, you know, we still get sales calls. We still get leads coming in organically, but we're not going to run ads. We're going to pause our marketing efforts and we're going to focus on our delivery. And I had to make that decision in the last quarter of last year because we had grown so much that I had to catch up our system. So I had to catch up like, how do I train ads managers? I had to redo our ads manager training. How do we find ads managers? I redid our process. We built out processes in the department. We redid our clients weekly reporting. We redid a lot of stuff that's like had been there, but it wasn't to the level I wanted it to match. Like it didn't match the growth that we'd had. So that became our focus instead of how do we get more clients, more clients, more clients? Because if I just did that, like it probably would have ended up pushing me backwards potentially because what I, I, you know, I didn't have the machine strong enough to sustain more clients, more clients, more clients. And so it's important and, it, and it's a good like quarterly conversation to have, um, like annual and quarterly. Of course, when you set annual goals, you should be looking at like how much do I want to grow this year compared to how much do I want to fix and sustain my foundation? That should always be something that you're looking at. Um, and comparing but I also think quarterly you can kind of set a theme like do we need to focus more on our foundation and sustaining and like did we have a massive quarter of the last month where we grew a ton and we had a ton of customers now we have all these new clients we have to serve or all these new students we need to serve and so does our focus need to switch to that delivery focus and and foundation building and fixing the cracks 
Or can we handle more growth and how much more growth can we handle? And you'll never get this like 100% right where you're like, we can only sign five clients because of course if like six come, you're probably going to take them on. You know what I mean? So it's not like this exact metric, but I think defining where your team's going to focus and where you're going to focus if it's, you know, if you have a small team or it's just you is really important because it just keeps everybody on the same track. And so for me, like last quarter, you know, for our whole team, when we would set, that was our quarterly goals was like very much all of our quarterly goals were focused around sustaining, building, fixing the foundation. And so any monthly goal that we set or any project that we worked on really centered around that instead of creating like new promotions and um, new marketing initiatives, I actually like reset my whole marketing department in that quarter so that I could reset all the processes. So I had to pull back before we could grow. And now we're in this awesome place where we have these two funnels that are converting, we're growing, we're getting you know consistent book calls, we're getting consistent sales to our course, um, and things feel so much smoother. But if I would have tried to push that because I was fighting, for example, like we have to grow. I think there's this feeling of like, well, if I'm not growing, then what is this even for? Um, because that's what that's what's the most exciting is to grow, right? But but a healthy, long term, sustainable business has to go through two both of these things. So when you have times where you're looking at your annual goals or your quarterly goals or even your monthly goals, really compare like where is my focus need to go? Does it need to go to growth and marketing, or do I need to fix my foundation and my team and my systems and my processes? And like where is my energy and my team's energy? best spent is it you know one of those things and that becomes your focus it doesn't mean you like rule out doing any projects of either also I think that you should always have a balance like I don't think that your entire team should just be focused on growth and marketing forever I think that sometimes one has more weight than the other so I'm in a I'm in a business cycle where we're heavily focused on marketing and growth Um, We have big goals for this year. I feel like we can sustain them. We've spent so much of last year building our process and our foundation and fixing it that we can sustain it. But last year I wasn't. And so we, we really didn't run a lot of marketing campaigns. We didn't run consistent ads to book calls like I did pretty much the minimum with my podcast and, you know, some marketing. But I didn't really, you know, do a lot of lead gen. I didn't do any of those things because it wasn't top priority and so I think you always have to have a balance though of working on my delivery working on my growth working on my delivery working on my growth and kind of analyzing like where should you put more effort but still always focusing on that and I think sometimes I see new business owners especially in the digital product space um, forget about the delivery piece and I know I've talked about this before in past podcast episodes but it's so important that you're always coming back to your retention and are your customers satisfied? How can you do better for those customers? Because there's money in that too. There's growth in that too. And even though it's not the most exciting thing as it is, you know, selling a bunch of new clients, it's actually more money in making sure you keep the the clients and the customers you've already paid to acquire in your business. And so when you're looking at your business, when you're looking at your planning, embrace these business cycles and it's okay to be in a business cycle where you feel like I have to fix my processes my systems the foundation and my delivery to my customers and clients and I can't focus a lot on growth that doesn't mean I won't grow at all 
but I need to just sustain and that is okay. And I loved that Brooke talked about this because she's a $25 million company. And so you might think like, oh, once I get there, like this will go away or I can always grow or, you know, this will be solved, but it actually gets harder. <laughs> like I have, you know, friends with a $50 million company and it gets harder. Like you have to do this even faster and more and 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 have this balance on your team in between these two different types of cycles. And so I love that she talked about it, which gave me, you know, the thought because I think it wasn't as fun. Like when you're focused on on delivery and process and system, it's not as exciting. Like it's not fun work. It's usually a lot of hard work. And I feel like that was my quarter four um, of last year and it wasn't that fun. But now the payoff is really awesome because we have such a better machine for growth to sustain our growth. And I'm sure maybe halfway through this year, maybe early next year, I'll go back to like, okay, let's just sustain for this quarter. Our goal is not to grow, it's to sustain. And here's everything we need to fix. And here's what's broken. Because here's the other thing that is so important for everyone to realize, even myself, I literally say this to myself so often. But Alex Sharfin always says, your business is always broken. And if things go well, it always will be. And I, that's the hardest thing for me to grasp, but it is so true. You always have something that's like not working or you could do better in your business. So if your goal is to have a perfect business, you literally never get there. If you're growing, you will never get there. And it's so important to remember that because you just have to instead embrace these cycles of like, let's fix our marketing our lead generation, our sales. Okay, now let's come over here and fix our foundation, our delivery, our processes. And either both are going to be broken or one is going to be really broken. That's normal. Every single business has that. Like if they're not telling you that on the front, if you go talk to someone on the inside or you talk to the CEO, they're experiencing problems because every business is broken because it's growing, because it's, you know, new systems are needed, because new people are needed, new training, new process. Like, it's always like that. And so that's been really important. I, I literally like say that to myself multiple times a week because I think we we think like if I could just get to this place, then I will be able to take time off or um, whatever it is that your goal is and, and be to this place where I like quote made it. But if you get to that place, there's just going to be something else. And so part of the game is accepting those cycles and accepting those problems and then just being able to resolve them and take action to resolve them and put your focus where it's most important in your business. Hopefully that was helpful for you guys today. And, uh, and let me know if you if you had any epiphanies around it, um, if it helped you see your business in a different way just by looking at these cycles. Uh, but I really think for a healthy, sustainable, like real business, this is really important. And I don't think enough people are talking about it. If you want to work with an amazing team in the marketing space, we truly have the best systems and processes and delivery, I believe, in an agency in this space because I've put so much time and effort and energy into it. Um, I'm always putting energy into that, always looking at how we can fix it, and I'm really proud of our delivery. So you can go to helpmystrategy.com to apply to work with Team Hirsch, and I will see you all next time. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process, and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. 
If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time.